What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of DocuScouts. I'm Nick Lages, and here's Isaiah Fox. Hello, everyone. So this week, we have a baseball episode. We have two documentaries. One's on Amazon, one's on Netflix. One's called Knuckleball. We got 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. The other one's called Screwball. And 94%. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes as well. We'll talk about that. A lot so, of baseball fans on Rotten Tomatoes, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't make sense because baseball, the oldest <laughs> people in the U.S. watch. But, you know, I guess they use the internet. So, they use right. Facebook. But, uh, so, we'll start with Knuckleball. This is on Amazon, 94%. And this is a short little summary. Filmmakers Ricky Stern and Andy Sundberg profile baseball's Tim Wakefield, R.A. Dickey, and other major league pitchers who have the knuckleball in their repertoire. So I would say this uh, documentary kind of follows Tim Wakefield and R.A. Dickey, as the summary says. And it basically is just behind the scenes look of how to use knuckleball. I grew up in, you know, near Boston, up in Maine. And Tim Wakefield <laughs> was kind of a staple. It's just like, yeah, you had Pedro, you had Manny, you had David Ortiz, but you had. Uh, Tim Wakefield that entire time. And he was always like the fifth starter. He came in when you're like, you're down 17-1 or you're up 17-1. But uh, he had a very long career. He threw a knuckleball. So the thing, if you don't know baseball, I think they only said 60 or 70 pitchers in baseball's history have thrown a knuckleball. That's not many. And basically, right. throw it. The ball doesn't spin. So you're kind of using your fingernails or knuckles. I don't know. I use, I use my knuckles. I guess you're supposed to use your fingernails. You throw it and it's like, it moves all over the place. It happens in soccer too when people kick it like that. Um, so it's just fun to watch. But yeah, yeah. so Fox, what would you uh, say about this documentary, Knuckleball? So <clears throat> this is one of the docs I recommended. I saw recently saw Moneyball and uh, I was really couldn't wait to kind of watch this. I, this idea of having these specialists in sports. Um, if I'm sure people are familiar with the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt and uh, and uh, help me out here. Who else is in that movie? Uh, is it Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. Shout out to those two guys. And so for me, I, I couldn't wait to watch this. I loved all the inside baseball stuff of how to hold the pitch. I loved the old-time baseball player, um, Phil Necro. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, who's one of the original knuckleballers. They have old-school footage of him, and, and that part really stuck out to me. Um, some of the footage in the, in this documentary is like the footage hours before the game as guys are preparing footage in the clubhouse and that stuff just really kind of made me miss basketball and everything. So I, I really like the inside baseball stuff. I really like the nitty gritty of, of kind of explaining the history of the knuckleball. Um, I liked all the old time interviews, um, I enjoyed this documentary a lot, but it definitely wasn't a 94% for me. Yeah, I mean, both these got 94%. That's kind of interesting, but we'll touch on that a bit later again. <laughs> but I was, you know, one thing I kind of try and take a thing or two from each film we watch. Is there anything else in sports, like a knuckleball pitcher? And I was just thinking, like, because that is your livelihood. Yeah, some people shoot free throws underhand, but mm -hmm. it's like – maybe having like a, a you know a seven foot three guy to come in and play five minutes a game maybe or like a really short player but short players are becoming a little more common i mean right. in basketball i don't think there's anything quite like it uh maybe in football it's a it's a quarterback who runs it every single like a wildcat type thing in college but 
Right. It's a pretty rare thing. Can you think of something in any sport that's similar to knuckleball pitcher? No, I can't. You know, I was even trying to reach for some old AFL Australian rules football concepts. I couldn't think of another concept where there's this much of a specialist. Maybe if, if and when the NBA creates a four-point line, yeah, we'll see someone crazy. It's something like this. But, um, yeah, that aspect of it was super interesting to me. The aspect of uh, R.A. Dickey having a $1 million insurance policy on his on his throwing arm in college was super interesting. I wonder if college football and basketball players do this more than I know of. Um, but yeah, I don't, to be right there. I don't, I didn't think that there's a, there's an equal concept to any other sport, which is the interesting part about baseball for people who love it. Um, I have to give them that is there's such a breakdown of, uh, of numbers that applies to baseball more so than any other sport to me. Yeah. You can see this number. You can see how good a player is by their numbers. And it drives me crazy. We saw this in this film a little bit, like that coach is good. And like none of the numbers <laughs> would say he's good at all. Right. It's like, it's like, is he good? Cause like he's batting 220. I don't care. It, it, oh, he's a great fielder. He has like 16 errors on the air. It's like, okay. Like I believe you, sir. But right. Uh, everything's on the, you know, you, you can't hide it. It's like a report card. Um, so to rate this film, if you like baseball, this is probably a nine out of 10. I'm pretty neutral to baseball. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but as an overall film, I would give this a 6.0 out of 10. I thought it was just a little too long dragged out. And again, baseball's long and dragged out. So if you like that, you like that. (laughs) But for me, no, I did Uh, 6.0. So it's not terrible. Still entertaining. What about you? I rated it slightly higher. Uh, I wanted to watch this, um, I thought this versus uh, screwball is interesting because it's more of a skill versus the steroid aspect. I gave it a 6.5, though. I don't understand the 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Listen, it's very um, informational, and it is entertaining. The music is lame, and you are right. It drags on an extra 15 to 20 minutes that it did not have to drag on. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of Bostonites who were voting on that Rotten Tomatoes. Your boys from Boston. Yeah. In Wakefield. So there's Wakefield, Mass. And when I was a kid, I literally thought it was named Wakefield, Mass because it's in Wakefield. Because <laughs> he pitched for the Red Sox for like 15 years. But uh, yeah. Okay. So going on to Screwball. Screwball. Let me go over to the little thing over here. Screwball. Filmmaker Billy Corbin examines the key players in the doping scandal that rocked Major League Baseball in 2013. This also got 94% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's on Netflix. I would say this film is pretty funny. There's kids who reenact it, which I've never seen before. And I think the first five minutes, I'm like, this is pretty, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. Like, how is this on Netflix? Like, the kids are imitating, you know, Alex Rodriguez and the drug dealers throughout. Um, It's basically about this guy called Tony Bosch, who uh, supplies steroids, performance enhancing drugs to a lot of athletes in Miami. And then it's about the corrupt case of the MLB, A-Rod going after Tony Bosch, uh, prosecutors going after Tony Bosch. And it just paints a not so great picture on uh, A-Rod, MLB. And I wouldn't even say Tony Bosch is sharing his story throughout. You know, some MLB people were also talking, but Tony Bosch was able to tell his story. I mean, I'm not saying he's a saint, but I thought that right. was good. But yeah, Fox, what would you say about this film? Yeah, um, very fun, very entertaining. Um, 
the kids reenacting the stuff. I agree with you. The first couple of minutes of it, I'm like, what is this? And uh, it reminded me a lot of Cocaine Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's set in Miami. You have the narration by uh, by Bosch, and you have just these list of comedy characters and the whole how the whole story plays out. I mean. You got A-Rod, um, like we just said, Bosch. You have the guy who's always tanning. You have the yeah. various mobsters and the Bellini brothers. I forget their real name. One who owned the, yeah, who owned the tanning salon. It's, oh, just yeah. like, it's just like this whole little list of cast and characters. And it's like, how, how does this stuff happen and go down, man? Um, MLB I mean, and A-Rod look terrible in this. I mean, terrible. MLB looks so bad in this. MLB does not look good. And then, you know, one of the big MLB guys in this film, Manfred, he's now the commissioner of the MLB, which is just kind of like Roger Goodell. He was in charge of discipline. Everyone's like, this guy's a clown. And then they make him the commissioner of the NFL. So there's that. But I thought a really funny scene was A-Rod. So A-Rod was going to go testify or give his deposition in front of the with the MLB or some type of case, Tony Bosch was going to be there as well. It was basically a court meeting with a bunch of lawyers, and he hired or he paid a bunch of people in pizza, or he paid them on top of it. We paid people <laughs> pizza to protest outside of the MLB building, and so people were like, "Well, that's weird." Everyone has the same sign, the same font, the same writing. Like, what's right. going on here? And they all had like Dominican Republic flags. Um, I thought that was just like one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. It was just like, so you pay people pizza and money to protest outside <laughs> of your hearing. That's like, one, like, I know you love yourself, but that's like in- insane. What do you, yeah. yeah. Dude. So that's why A-Rod and MLB look so bad. I mean, A-Rod did that stunt. They have the images of A-Rod way back in the sports illustrated where he's basically such a narcissist he's like looking at himself in the mirror i'm sure people might remember that image um and you have a rod and mlb mlb in the dock they admit to paying some florida gangster like 125k yeah as they're investigating to get the 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 documents uh a rod has his list of guys that he's paying off to get these list of documents plus he's paying off protesters it's just that's that's why they look so bad. They look like conniving and they look like they're hiding stuff the whole movie. And then when you bring in the kids to reenact the stuff, it's it's perfect because these guys are acting like little kids. They're acting like clowns. And the kid aspect of it in the first five to ten minutes, it was a little like, OK, how good is this going to be? But it actually really grew um, and it made it kind of it really kind of solidified and brought the movie together. Um but yeah, man, back to A-Rod and MLB, this, it's, it's pretty bad. And I know we're listening to Bosch and we're getting his side of the story, which this kind of happens a lot in documentaries. The, mm-hmm. the person narrating it really gets to unload and they look like the sympathetic figure. But this guy, he never graduated a legit um, uh, uh, doctorate in, 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 as a practicing, practicing physician. He went down to a school in Belize to get – to get a little certificate and uh, he used his father's credentials to run his business. He took a lot of people down and he was really bad. He wasn't a good guy. He was a really bad guy. He was injecting high school kids with performance enhancing drugs and steroids. So I don't want uh, your boy boss uh, to come out with roses. You know, he was actually not a good dude. 
he was not a good dude. He did, you know, he was using essentially kids help to make a profit, which is wrong in every sense. And he did go to jail for 20 months, but uh, yeah, so Bosch is no saint. He gets to tell a story. It's just, it's all this other, you could make the case that some of the things Alex Rodriguez and even MLB were doing were also kind of influencing people to break the law. It was just like very shady businesses. Um, Another thing that jumped out real quick is uh, yep. just how athletes, and you, we've been around these guys, they'll look for any edge and um, you know, a doctor could talk these guys and they could have pumped this guy with water. Yeah. If the athlete believes that it's helping them, they will spend a God awful amount of time and money on whatever it is, a magic pill, magic injection, anything like that. So that, that jumped out as well besides the shenanigans of the MLB and a rod um but very fun documentary i enjoy watching this a lot yeah i mean the difference between a great player and a player unemployed is that much i remember someone was saying uh i, I said it was pretty cool to watch the g league guys shoot around watch them you know just how good they are like non-shooters can absolutely drain and someone was like well could you imagine like seeing uh you know the warriors go or the nba team shoot and i and it's like okay but i've also seen andre ingram make 70 straight three-pointers. It's like the difference between Andre, Andre Ingram and a perennial all-star shooting guard is that much. It's not much. It's tiny. Right. If, if you weren't a, a basketball person, you wouldn't be able to tell a difference. And honestly, sometimes I can't tell a difference. But, uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's why these athletes do go to these extent. You know, they do stuff like this, trying to get an edge, trying to make a living. A-Rod definitely made a living. Um, so to rate this film, I would give it a – seven out of 10 higher than the last mm. one. This one's just funny. This one, you don't have to like baseball at all to appreciate this film. It's also, you know, it's kind of funny, but it's, it's more of a crime and there's more stuff going on than just like talking about baseball. So I'd right. give it a seven. I'm going to agree with you. Exactly. I'm going to give it a 7.0 half a point higher than knuckleball. The, the fun aspect of it, the cast of characters and the fact that it's, it's more broad than screwball. Um, as a one-off entertaining kind of watch for me, that's why I have it ranked slightly higher mm -hmm. than knuckleball. And then to finish this off, which, which doc should you watch? So I'm going to go back to what I said before. This is a baseball episode. If you are a baseball person, knuckleball is the one you want to watch because it's just more in depth about baseball. It doesn't trash baseball. Like the second one does, it doesn't make you question the integrity of the league a little bit. But uh, I would go with knuckleball if you're a baseball person. If you don't like baseball, go with the second one, um, screwball. What about you, Fox? Yeah, dude, you just said it. If you're just uh, if you're not like a guy who's listening to the broadcast of baseball, keeping up with your tally book, writing down who hit in balls and strikes, you're just like normal, like us. I think you go screwball. You put it on, you're done in about an hour. 25 30 minutes you have a couple laughs and you you see some 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 crazy stuff from mlb from a rod that you might not know regarding the steroid era yep so again that's knuckleball on amazon and screwball on netflix this is another episode deep into baseball hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you guys soon